Would you stand as you are able for the reading of today's scripture? Hear these words from Psalm 139. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in shale, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your right hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the, not, and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me, when none of them as yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! I try to count them. They are more than the sand. I come to the end. I am still with you. Oh, that you would kill the wicked, O God, and that the bloodthirsty would depart from me. Those who speak of you maliciously and lift themselves up against you for evil. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. These are the words of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. Well, relationships get a lot of attention in our culture, and rightly so. Uh, we live our lives in a web of relationships, all kinds of relationships. We have family relationships that can be beautiful and can be challenging, right? That's the power of family. I remember growing up as a little boy, and my parents make a decision that one of us kids didn't like. And one of us would inevitably say, I don't feel that's fair. And I still hear my dad's voice say, I don't remember anybody asking you what you feel. <laughs> Times have changed, haven't they? But uh, that was the old days. We have relationships with our work and with the people we work with. 
I remember one time that I saw my father totally at a loss was when he had uh, recently retired. He had the same uh, job for 42 years. And I asked him, did you like your job? And he looked at me like I was crazy. And he says, I have to admit, son, in 42 years, it never entered my mind to ask myself that question. It was just my job. And then I got the inevitable, that's what's wrong with you young guys, right? <laughs> Conversation. We have relationships with our work and with those with whom we work. We have our relationships with our friends. I shared with my little friends about my friend Steve. This year, we both share a very big birthday. We just talked about that recently. We heard that turning 40 can be challenging for people at times. And we're looking forward to this big birthday this year. We have relationships with our neighbors. We have relationships with people with whom we do work. And all these relationships can be either positive or negative, or healthy or unhealthy, supportive or adversarial. They can be short-term or lifelong. Relationships come in all kinds of forms and all kinds of shapes. I came across this uh, during the week as I was preparing for the sermon. It was a great line. It said, the best sign of a healthy relationship is no sign of it on Facebook. <laughs> Relationships are even more complicated today because of social media. Relationships are powerful in our life either for good or for ill. Church is ultimately about relationships. When we are at our best, church isn't about the details of dogma or doctrine or denominational debates. Church is about relationships. Our relationship with God in Jesus. Our relationship with each other. Our relationship with the community which we are called to serve. And our relationship to the world that God so deeply loves. And of all our relationships, the most important relationship is our relationship with God. The story of the Bible is the story of that relationship. And the message is pretty clear. The overriding characteristic of this relationship between us and God is that God is faithful and we are fickle. The Old Testament is the story of how the God who provides and protects and defends and delivers is rejected time and time again by the people God loves and provides for and delivers. The Gospels are the story of how after centuries of longing for God to act, longing for God to speak, Jesus comes. And the most religious people rejected him. We're fickle in this relationship we have with God. I think Psalm 139 describes this relationship in a powerful, beautiful way. Describes who God is, but it also describes how we are or how we can be with God. If you know me at all, you know that I believe you learn from children 
and youth some of the most important spiritual truths. And uh, I know that I love these books. I've shared with you before these little books called Children's Letters to God. And it's a wonderful collection of thoughts. And as I read through that book from time to time, both of them over the years, uh, I come to see that in those child's words, we hear the same profound things that we hear the psalmist in this beautiful high poetry. See if you make the connection between some of these children's words about God and our relationship and what the psalmist said. Dear God, are you really invisible or is that just a trick? Yeah. Dear God, if you watch in church on Sunday, I will show you my new shoes. Dear God, I just feel good knowing that you are everywhere. That's all. Dear God, sometimes I am very scared in my room at night. I know you are there to protect me. This is my favorite. Dear God, is Reverend Coe a friend of yours or do you just know him through business? <laughs> Dear God, I bet it's very hard for you to love all of everybody in the whole world. There are only four people in our family and I can never do it. <laughs> Dear God, I don't ever feel alone since I found out about you. Did you hear a little of the psalm in those words? In those opening six verses of that beautiful psalm, we hear amazement that the creator God the God who created all that is somehow knows us. <laughs> knows us completely. So much so that Psalmist says, before we say a word, God already knows it. God knows us enough to know we got new shoes, as the little girl wrote. In the second section of that psalm, the writer speaks of God's presence with us. No matter where we are, no matter what the circumstance we find ourselves in. And like Margaret said, the psalmist just feels good knowing that God is everywhere. Whether we're in the heavenly place kind of days, or in the Sheol, the dark shadowy days of our life. We read the psalmist expressing such wonder that God created every one of us and knows every one of us, not just through business, <laughs> but as a friend. What a powerful image of God. And then right in the middle of that psalm comes that section that we usually don't read. <laughs> we usually skip that. That painful section that talks about hate and loathing and enmity toward other people. And I love that little note from Nan. I bet it's hard to love everybody all the time. <laughs> we can't. 
But God does. And God even loves us when our hearts are full of hate. The psalm ends with the ultimate praise. Just trusting our life to God. Believing that that is really who God is. That God really does know us and love us still. To know that God really is everywhere we could ever possibly go. That God walks with us through the best of times and the worst of times. The ultimate form of praise in Psalm 139 is at the very end when the psalmist says, Search me, try me. I trust myself to you. You know, I love the Psalms. I know you do too. They're beautiful. They speak to us and express things we find it hard to find words to do. But every time I read this psalm, and it is my favorite psalm, I can't help but think how doubly blessed we are because we live on this side of the cross. We have seen this invisible God with skin on in a man named Jesus. We know what God's love looks like. We know what God's compassion looks like. We know what God's presence feels like. What an invitation to live in a relationship with a God who knows us and loves us. Let's live into it fully. And let's bring some other people along with us, okay? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.